Hello, this is Brian Scuttle with Sonic Cinema. I had the pleasure recently to disc- talk with writer-director Lynn Shelton about her new movie, Sort of Trust. It's opening in Atlanta this Friday. It stars Mark Marin as a pawn shop owner who comes across a very interesting artifact and the journey that that takes him on. It's It's predominantly a comedy, but it's also very much an film about emotional ideas with regards to um, Mark Maron's character and also the idea of how people and things can mean something to people and the way that that ties into uh, some of the things that we're seeing nowadays in reality. And it's a really lovely film. It opened on July 12th and uh, it's opening in Atlanta this week and I was very pleased to be able to talk with uh, Lynn Shelton about it. We had some technical difficulties, but I think you'll enjoy what she had to say. The first question I was basically letting her know how I felt about the movie and what it was about, and this was her response. Well, that you just described exactly what I was aiming for, so you've made me a very happy person right now to hear that. <laughs> Well, really the genesis of it came from wanting to work with Mark. Um, I, I really, you know, <laughs> the first time we worked together was when I directed his show Marin um, for a couple, couple episodes of his fourth season. And I just, I loved what an incredibly natural, I said he had a really compelling on-screen presence and he was such an interesting raw talent you know he really was uh an, he's like a natural actor he just is a great listener he's very engaged and he's very adjustable um so i feel like i can be useful as a director in helping to shape the emotional kind of journey of whatever character he's playing um and he just seemed to sort of gel well in that collaborative um relationship so we started talking as soon as that experience was complete. We started talking about making a movie together. And actually, he and I were starting to co-write a movie. And we have been writing it ever since for the last three and a half years. It was very slow going. And at a certain point, I got a little exasperated and said, you know, I really just want to get on set with you. And we got to have a script in order to do that. And he said, well, go write me another movie and I'll be in it. Give you a couple weeks, you know. And so I came to him with this and said, uh, all right, fully improvised movie. I see you as a pawn shop owner. What do you think? And he's like, yeah, sounds good. So I, I just, that was the starting point. And I knew I wanted to do a comedy um, because I had just done my first drama and I was ready to laugh. And I wanted to try out something different in terms of the genre and really get to go more screwball, more comedy caper. I'd never done that before. I've always stayed firmly in the real world with dramatic comedies. And so I wanted emotionally, like you just said, emotionally grounded people, but, you know, letting them get in over their heads to a slightly outlandish scenario, you know. Um, and I wanted it to be culturally relevant without it being, you know, you, you wanting to slit your wrists when you walked out, you know. Um, <laughs> so satire was going to be better than a kind of a hard-hitting drama um, in the post-truth era. And... I like the idea of there being a con and then conspiracy theories just kind of came into play naturally, which uh, really helps make it relevant because I feel like we're having a peak moment in conspiracy theory land. So 
that was a uh, something that sort of naturally happened. And uh, yeah, so it all it just kind of spiraled out from that that first the setting of being a pawn shop. Next up, we talked about Mark Maron, who is really good in the pr- movie. It's one of my uh, favorite performances of the year. And the way he shows sympathy, even when he is very cynical uh, as core, and where that comes from with the character. And we, uh, what she had to say about that was really interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, there's definitely a, a kind of, Anybody who has been um, in relationship, whether it's a romantic relationship or a family relationship or a deep friend relationship with an addict, um, even if they're recovering, you know, but there's that struggle, they're struggling, a struggling addict. If you care about that person, it's it's a really difficult place to be in and it can be really um, heartbreaking and that was territory that we thought would just be a great resonant place for that guy to be in because I wanted a guy who would really sort of shut down, you know, had, had decided to just stop being vulnerable, you know, and, and just, and, and he's walled up and he's trying to put up a loving wall to attach with, you know, with love. But ultimately, it, you know, it really, it really grinds him down and he just decides to give up on, on uh, connecting with other human beings in a deep way and, a, it, you know, all together. And so this movie sort of shows a story that enables him to establish a sort of trust. That's kind of why, you know, I named it that, um, so that it would sort of feel like you sort of trust somebody. Um, and uh, what do you call that? A, a, mono, a, a phone of... Phone of, I can't remember. Anyway, it sounds it sounds sort of trust sounds like sort of trust, and there's a reason for it. And the reason is that yeah, he's throughout the, the course of the story, his emotional arc is that he goes from completely shut off emotionally to slowly sort of opening himself up, and he's in a different. He ends up in a slightly slightly different place. Like I said earlier, the the film has a uh, theme with regards to how people. Uh, value certain things or individuals and that can be a monetary value that can be a personal value emotional value um and the way that the film plays out goes into very unexpected territory story with regards to that and uh what what she had to say with regards to that and sort of how that became the idea of the film was a uh, pretty entertaining yeah, I mean that's kind of the idea. It was, it was. I liked the idea once we. I came up with pawn shop, but I didn't know where it was going to be. I knew that that would give us, uh, give me a lot of um, opportunity for narrative, just by mere function of the fact there's all these, as you said, items imbued with meaning, you know, throughout the shop, old interesting artifacts, and. That means something to somebody, you know, probably along the line. And then it's an opportunity for anybody, any kind of character to walk into that store, whether they're looking for Hello, something, whether they're pawning something, picking something up, whatever it is. And uh, and I knew I wanted there. I thought it would be interesting 
again, along the lines of trying to look for some comedy caper kind of thing, I always thought it'd be interesting if there's some sort of con involved, you know, somebody conning somebody else, trying to, and then re, you know, doubling back and conning the other person, like sort of twist the turns and people conning each other, you know, um, or trying to. And my friend actually invited me to Kentucky because he has a spare home. And he said, um, you know, they usually like Airbnbs out. And he said, come on out with your co-writer and write script. Um, and we did. And because we were in Kentucky, he thought, well, what if it was something, what if it was a problematic artifact that came into the shop, you know? And, and it, our, our minds immediately went to the Civil War. And then it sort of spiraled out from there. But I did, again, it's it, the, it, the effort to make a film that was culturally re- relevant, one of the things that I wanted to reference seems the obvious place was this post-truth era, you know, and the sort of conspiracy theory world of people just coming up with their own revisionist histories, you know, art of, art of, sets of art of, what do they call it, alternative facts, right? Um, and, and so that just seemed like a fun one, you know, and, and it's so ridiculous that I was like half a second going, I wonder if people would would believe though that this, that anybody could possibly believe in this ridiculousness. But listen, once you go online and you start looking at conspiracy theories, people will fucking believe in anything. So you know, I've actually I can't. I'm on one hand I'm surprised, on the other hand I'm not surprised at all. But I get asked all the time, is that one that exists already? And that you just used, and I was like, "No, I made it up." But I mean, sure, why not? I can I understand why you would say that because people we believe anything, you know, and even though it makes absolutely no logical sense whatsoever, considering where we've been since then. It's you know, there's nothing about it that could possibly be true. But it's you know, what what does that matter? Next, I asked her about the film's release. This was film. This was recorded the day. Uh, the day of the initial release on July 12th, it played a few film festivals prior to it, and uh, we we talked about that for a little bit. Yeah, it's opening in New York City today. Okay. So uh, Mark Mark Marin and I are here. Uh, we land. We've been doing press all day today. We did it all day yesterday, and we're going to do some Q and A's at the couple of theaters that it's opening at it in, in Manhattan today and tomorrow and Sunday. Um, and then it starts rolling out much more, like I think it opens in something like 12 theaters next Friday on the 19th, and then the Friday after that even more theaters. I think the total is something like 38 theaters at this point all around the country. So it's, Ryan, it's pretty, it's pretty great. Ryan, a last question, or Finally, I thanked her for her time, and uh, we went on our way. Uh, thank you very much for joining me. I apologize for the structure of this interview. Uh, unfortunately, the way it had to be recorded, I was unable to get my portion of the uh, interview, which is unfortunate, but I hope you enjoyed listening to Lynn Shelton talk about her movie, Sort of Trust, which opens in Atlanta this week. Uh, thank you very much. Well, I really appreciate you promoting it. As as you know, it's a tiny film like this. You know, it can use all the help it can get in getting the word out. So I, I hope that folks go to see it in Atlanta and enjoy it there. So I really, I, I, I thank you, sir.